The big question for Africans to ask, says Landre Akinola of the Norwegian African Business Association, is who benefits from the surge in demand for critical minerals. This is becoming or has already become quite a geopolitical issue. China controls much of the value chain. It dominates the value chain, in fact, in terms of EV batteries, electric vehicle production. That is now spurring, let's say, competition from other parts of the world. The US very prominently, Europe obviously, but there really isn't a part of the world now that isn't looking to secure access to critical minerals, secure access to the value chain. And that is generating, again, a tremendous amount of interest in collaboration and partnership with African countries. Isabella Njoka is an economist at Ecobank, a banking conglomerate with operations in 33 African countries. She tells VOA she has a rather idealistic view about the role of Africa's mining and mineral sector in the world's future. Honestly, as an African and as a citizen of the world, I had always desired for countries and continents to look at geopolitical issues in the context of our global ecosystem of humanity. We need each other to survive. We need each other to grow. Africa now has got humongous deposits of mineral wealth, but we need the capital to be able to develop them, and that capital is sitting elsewhere. Nyoka says Africa will not allow itself to be recolonized by powers that simply want its minerals. Harvesting of the continent's precious metals, she says, must be done through deals that benefit all, not just wealthy elites. At this stage, Nyoka says, it's China that's way ahead of the world when it comes to harnessing African minerals. She says while slow economic growth in China has hit African oil exporters, it isn't affecting the continent's mineral sectors because China's heavily dependent on these resources. About 44 or 45% odd of the mineral processing potential of the world is sitting in China right now. That's where most of the smelters are. That's where most of the refineries are. And 45% again of the first industrial use of such minerals again is in China. Because that's where most of the further processing is happening. So there has been a deliberate policy on the part of China. And they commend China for that. What we had not seen from Europe or from America is that readiness and eagerness to work, not necessarily just on the basis of wants, but just to cooperate with Africa on the basis that we part of a global ecosystem for the development of a resilient global economy in the long term. So, says Nyoka, the U.S. is far behind China with regards to mining interests in Africa, but there are encouraging signs that Washington's refocus on the continent is paying dividends. She uses the example of the Lubito Corridor Project. The U.S. is financing a railway that will take minerals from the Democratic Republic of Congo through Zambia and to the Angolan port of Lubito for export to markets in the U.S. and Europe. For VOA News, I'm Darren Taylor in Johannesburg.